So, why aren't there any more underwater habitats out there for people to visit? Welcome to Colonize the Ocean podcast, where we discuss oceanic colonization, exploration, and education with your hosts, Adam Jewell and Brendan Traxler. Most of the people listening to this are familiar with Jules Undersea Lodge. It is the only true underwater hotel in the world that almost anybody can visit. You have to be able to scuba dive to get down to it, but they offer a quick crash course on scuba diving there at the Key Largo location. But besides Jules, there aren't any true underwater habitats out there. I, I specify true because there are other places out there that, that have a room underwater um, that's attached to land. And um, they may be marketed as underwater hotels. But, you know, when we're, we're talking about underwater hotels, we're discussing fully submerged, cut off from land, um, water above, water all around, etc. You, you get the picture. And so... The question is, why why aren't there any more of these out there? So there's, there's multiple different reasons. Obviously, cost is a huge one, as we have found out while working on ASC, the ASC project. Um, just design costs alone are, are extremely high. When I initially looked at um, just the blueprints and designs for ASC, all the quotes that were coming back were around $100,000. And this is just for the design element. This isn't even for building it. So there's an astronomical cost to get started. Um, and then you have the technology that goes into keeping people alive in a, in a completely submerged environment and the redundancies, the insurance, all those things that go into it. Um, secondly is the technology, which, which factors in there as well as the cost is there are a number of challenges they have to overcome, um, especially depending on where you're at and how secluded you are. Are you having to produce your own fresh water, uh, getting food down, uh, electricity, communication, all these different type of technological aspects, internet. These are all things that we have become accustomed to and have to be there for people to visit. Um, another area is the regulations. Again, this fully depends on where you're located in the world, and regulations vary even by state by state here in the United States. Um, but on a federal level, the United States has some very strict rules and, and regulations about that. Um, and so there's all those hoops you have to jump through. And fourth is public interest. And this one, I think, is a, is a two-edged sword because... If you ask people, they don't know about them, for one. So to say there is a limited public interest may not be accurate. Um, I think that it, it is, goes hand-in-hand hand with space. It's, it's an unexplored region that people would jump at to experience. It's all about how you market it. But that is the problem, is, is the marketing for these things. 
doesn't exist. But that's partially because they don't exist. So it's really dog chasing its tail scenario here where they don't exist because people don't know about them, but people don't know about them because they don't exist. So how do we fix that? And that's a conversation for another time. But these are just a few of the reasons why I believe, and I think a lot of people believe that, that they don't exist. Obviously, it all goes back to the cost and recuperating that cost, too, is anybody who's going to build one of these, it's not going to be for a nonprofit or a ministry, or if it is, um, they still need to recoup those costs. So how do you make an underwater habitat profitable enough to warrant the upkeep on it because you're going to have ex- ex- extreme monthly costs, maintenance costs, etc. to go with it. So even once it's all built, put in the water, you still have to take care of the upkeep. So once again, these, these are some of the main points that come into play. Uh, are there other ones that I have missed or have not mentioned here? And do you, do you think you have solutions on how to combat some of these? We've talked about this multiple times in the past on our live stream and other podcasts. And um, we at ASC believe that we have a, a way of making underwater habitats profitable. Um, but we have to get them built first. So the question for this week is, how do we make underwater habitats profitable? And is there really a public interest? Mm-hmm.